from digitiki.com. I'm not going out in that jungle alone. Not while those drums are beating. Well, they only attack to the beating of the tom-toms. Aloha, and welcome to the strange but true story of Tiki. Yeah. Well, man, what a beat. Welcome to the Quiet Village. And welcome back for another visit here at the Quiet Village. I'm your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from digitiki.com, broadcasting once again in the heart of the Quiet Village. Got my Mai Tai. Don't know if you can hear that. My Mai Tai is in a wonderful coconut Omni Hut mug, which I managed to get at uh, Tiki Caliente 11 this year. I actually got one. I'm really excited. So shout out to Darren Long from the uh, the previous episode where he talked about Omni Hut. And uh, Darren, I know you're listening. Cheers. I managed to find one of these mugs and they are awesome. So this episode coming up via satellite, I have the members of the band Intoxica, direct from Honolulu, Thomas McKay and Augie Cologne Jr. Yes, that Augie Cologne, the son of the percussionist from Martin Denny's band. They are going to be joining me via satellite all the way from Honolulu to talk about their new album Intoxica and their band by the same title. Uh, so also got some great music from the Martini Kings, also uh, Tone, which I think is the right name, uh, that Bob C. For, uh, online, who, who uh, we talk back and forth quite a bit, he turned me on to uh, this artist or group, I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> Uh, doing some kind of modern, exotic, uh, rainforesty stuff. Also, I'm going to be doing a Martin tune, a Martin Denny tune, uh, dedicating it to Bob C., one of his favorite tunes. Got some Teresa Bright and Lisa Ono, and some music by one of the musical forces behind the soundtrack to Moana, the New Zealand band Te Vaca, and a whole lot more. So this, is going to be, this show is going to be a lot of new stuff, uh, which is very exciting. So like I said, I just got back from Tiki Caliente 11. I am down with the cold, so that's one of the reasons uh, why this show is a little bit delayed. So if I sound a little nasal, I apologize. Um, got to hang out with Rory and all the friends, including the Martini Kings, uh, Tony Marcico, who wrote a book, by the way. I need to have him on the show. Uh, also, big shout out to Dia and and Sean, who I got to hang out with at at Tiki Caliente, and Marina, the fire eating mermaid. I know she's listening too. She was there, got a wonderful time hanging out with her and Kari Handler. Had a great time. So, in honor of Tiki Caliente Eleven, I am going to play a tune by the Martini Kings, dedicated to the Reef Bar and Rory Snyder, the producer of. Tiki Caliente. Here is a tune about his bar, the Reef Bar, which is at the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs by the Martini Kings, the title track to their album Down to the Old Reef Bar, right here on The Quiet Village. 
Hey, pack your bags. We're going to take a trip down to the old reef bar. You ready? Let's go. They're breaking out the hukes and their old suitcases For a tiki-tastic trip to a tropical oasis Sailor boys are popping, there's a mama next to me And a monkey in a fez, tossing back a daiquiri The reef is rolling and rocking The tiki freaks are really hopping, rolling and rocking What you see is really shocking, rolling and rocking The locals here are always flocking down to the old reef Bottles of rum to all the castaways Captain Rory spinning slow is just like Ernest Hemingway There's a shark in a Hawaiian shirt Lounging by the pool Sipping a tropical libation Looking caliente cool The reef is rolling and rocking The tiki freaks are really hopping Rolling and rocking What you see is really shocking Rolling and rocking The locals here are always walking Down to the old reef bar
and sisters. When all the fish are gone. I give you my voice. And together we make a stand. We're making the right choice. For our future. And for our children too. Hear the cries of the ocean. Hear the cries of the ocean. 
Okay, I absolutely am falling in love with this band. This is Te Vaca out of New Zealand. And if the voice and the style sounds familiar, that is because this band was also chosen, along with Lin-Manuel Miranda, to create the songs and the music for Moana. And uh, I've got some great tunes by this band on future shows I'm, I'm going to come up with. That is a really nice tune called Our Ocean, little little ecological song there, from their album Olatia, that is Te Vaca out of New Zealand. And again, like Lisa Ono, their stuff is kind of hard to find, although... Uh, I believe most of their albums are available on streaming services like iTunes and definitely on Spotify, but their physical CDs are are a little hard to get. Right before that, one of my favorites, Lisa Ono from her album Basa Hula Nova doing the classic Aloha Oi, and that was with uh, a duet with vocals with Teresa Bright. And I've had a lot of feedback from people who really loved the Lisa Ono episode and have actually started collecting her stuff. So thank all of you for those kind words. And Teresa Bright, who is a uh, really brilliant Hawaiian uh, songwriter, uh, is actually Lisa Ono turned me on to her. And I'm uh, learning more about her music. I'm going to have more of her stuff, too, in future episodes. And kicking off that set, down at the Old Reef Bar the, by the Martini Kings, who play regularly at the Reef Bar in Palm Springs from their self-titled, actually, from the same title album, Down at the Old Reef Bar. All right, I am going to kick off this next set. This is um, actually a, a group that... Um, Kenneth C. turned me on to, and my aunt, my son is sitting right here. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> He's listening to me wondering, what the heck are you doing? Okay, so um, I'm going to play a tune here that Kenneth C., who writes in regularly, turned me on to. This is an album. It seems like it is actually a um, a compilation of different artists doing uh, an album. Mulo Francel, Martina Essenreich and Wolfgang Lomiere. Uh, the album is Shown Tone, Rainforest, homage to an endangered treasure. And it's very spacey, very kind of disjointed and avant-garde, but it, but it has definitely some exotic in there. So thank you, Kenneth C. I'm going to play this for you. And then I'm also going to follow it up with another one of Kenny's, uh, can I call you Kenny? Kenneth? <laughs> One of his favorite tunes, Miserloo by Martin Denny, right here on The Quiet Village.
Okay, right there. Very cool tune. All right, but before that, at the beginning of that set, Slither from an album called Rainforest, an homage uh, to an endangered treasure. Kind of a cool, artsy, artsy tune there. And... Right in the middle of that set, Miserloo, classic by Martin Denny. Both of those uh, from Kenneth C., who writes in. So thank you very much, Kenneth. And that last tune, that really burning last tune, was a classic redone. That was Primitiva, which is a Martin Denny tune. And that was by the band Intoxica out of Hawaii from their new album by the same title Intoxica, which you can get right now. And I've got the guys with me uh, via satellite. I should say, I wish I could say in the studio all the way from Honolulu. Uh, this is a trio. It is a collective um, and they are doing some great stuff. You can catch them every Monday in Honolulu at the La Mariana Sailing Club, which is a very cool tiki place. All right. With me is Thomas McKay, percussion and uh, vibraphonist, malleteer, I guess you'd call, and looper extraordinaire, along with the percussionist from Intoxica, Augie Lopaka Cologne. Aloha. Aloha, brother. It is a pleasure to to have you guys on, and I've been listening to your your new CD, which is really really awesome. I love it. You guys did a great job oh, on this. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. This was a lot of fun. It sounds like you guys had a lot of fun putting this together too. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it really, it wasn't. It wasn't even supposed to be an album. <laughs> really? Ten, we just really got together at my buddy's house and. You know, about two blocks away, they had a studio and went, you know, we've been playing for a year. We might as well record it, see what it sounds like. Yeah, it was actually just to experiment and see how we could, like, fine-tune our sound. And the person that recorded us figured, you know, he was, like, telling us cheerfully, like, dude, we got to, like, record us and make it to an album. <laughs> We're just oh, cracking yeah. up because we just, we just came in there, like, 8 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock in the morning just to stick it out and just to lay down stuff that yeah like what thomas has said <laughs> well you, you guys did good i mean it sounds awesome and i really like the fact that it's it's very rooted in classic exotica but you've also got some loops and some beats in there so it has a little bit of a modern flair um right and it just it works really good Thank you. That's yeah. what we like to hear, man. That's <laughs> what we like to hear because sometimes we don't know if it works or not. So it's people like you that are like, hey, man, it works. And we're like, okay, <laughs> all right, we just got to keep that formula, man. Yeah. 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 Was, uh, we were just talking about that, about like how like I was so into like like dancing, um, like jungle and, and like house beats and DJ things and because of my experience with um don tiki before and white tiki seven i was thinking to myself like well how can we, we like create or we can like bring up like the classic um sounds of exotica 
but they mix it with the you know new beats like how we hear nowadays just to make the uh, next generation informed of, of what the exotic movement was all about but you're not taken away from what they have established and so yeah and we just that's what we came up with <laughs> yeah we are still evolving actually <laughs> well we're it, always evolving it's of course <laughs> it it's a very yeah. cool sound because like i said the you know the minute i heard you know right off the bat taboo at the top it was like <laughs> it sounds familiar but it also sounds new which i really dig because you, you know cool. you you could go in and recreate a 1950s or 60s sound and that's certainly very cool and very hard to do but at the same time to take some of these classic tunes that you have on this CD and actually bring it up to where uh, it, it's it still sounds vintage but now that's that's mm-hmm. cool and get credit to yeah. Thomas and how he you know transcribed and knows how to uh, put it together and as far as we, what we conversated in seeing how we gonna like approach our take or perspective in exotic music so to know he has a very open mind and very uh, flexible and, and he's awesome Thomas is a great cat but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I, I tell you you know the um, the uh, you know being moving to Hawaii in 2015 you know and, and going oh my god there's Arthur Lyman you know and knowing pretty much everyone in the in the in the vibe world you know and asking them, like, you know, the big guys, I was like, no, a couple of them really didn't know who Arthur was. And then mm-hmm. I, you know, I gave, I, I shot a couple videos to um, some people and they said, you just guys got to keep doing this because you're the only ones that's doing this. You know, as, and as the vibes of the, you know, uh, you know, really taking the harmony and the mouth. I don't want to see, I don't want to, with our toxic, I can't just say vibe. I have to right. say mallet percussion because it's really everything. That's true. You know, because yeah. <laughs> um, one of the unique things about what we do and how we approach this music is there really are no are no set arrangements. You know, we play the we play the melody. We you know we mess around with the melody. We may jump off you know at a leaping point and not even pay you know play play what the regular B section is or whatever. We'll go on a totally different tangent. And that happens nightly, you know. <laughs> every, every tune that you hear from us, like, if we went, um, like, this recording, pretty much, except for one tune, everything's a first take. Really? And, yeah. <laughs> wow. And, you know, yeah. the, and because we, we had to, because we're so improvisational, if we did a second take, it would sound totally different. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of um, a band called uh, Nerve, uh, Jojo Mayer and the, the Nerve? Have you ever heard of them before? No. They're kind of like a live, like, hip-hop, jungle, drum and bass kind of a group. That's a trio with a keyboard player, a bassist, and Jojo Mayer, who's the virtuoso drummer. But they came up with, you know, the, this sound, and I personally, and I, and I didn't know that, that Thomas uh, kind of liked their vibe, too. Look at them as sort of like a guideline into how we wanted to approach exotica music and bring it to what to our flavor, but then using them as as one of our inspirations to this new sound. 
because that's what they do also. They take like they're like a like a live DJ kind of sorta. Like segueing to different grooves and rhythms and then different um um like imaginary melodic forms, soundscapes. Yeah. But then we come from a different yeah. angle. And I think that I mean I'm super I'm super stoked that you're saying what you're saying because that makes us feel like we're onto something in general. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely. Yeah. And yeah. you know <laughs> I, I dig that because somebody's taking something right. old and making it new and and it and it can actually introduce Exotica to a whole new group of people that normally wouldn't listen to it. Exactly. That's the idea. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's totally, that's totally idea. You yeah. know, because like, you know, Lapaka comes from, you know, the, the dance and, you know, this is, this, this music is his, is his legacy. It's his family, you know? Yeah. And I come, I come from the mainland and, you know, kind of the same way as Martin Denny, he came from somewhere else and came here and then, and saw this and felt this and developed this music. So I come from a different place. And mm-hmm. when, when I was, uh, I lived in Oregon for a long time and, and Oregon, I, um, was associated with Ken Kesey for about three years, uh, two years maybe. And the pranksters and it was the, the band that I was playing in at the time was, uh, we did the last, uh, year of acid tests. We were one of the acid test bands of the Ken Casey Prankster clan, uh, clan before he passed away. Uh-huh. And so that really got me into the long extended improvisation, finding leaping points off and just going somewhere. And it, the music doesn't, doesn't become notes and harmonies and things like that. It becomes waveforms and emotions and sonic energies and things like that. You know, Lopaka yep. and I are both into nerves at the same time. So he's bringing the, all that percussion end of it, you know, and plus his dad's legacy, which is the tradition. Mm-hmm. And then I'm bringing, you know, the, 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 the space effects and all that. Cause all those space effects on the album is real time. That's not overdub. That's real time with, you know, my setup and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, I'm, I'm dancing. <laughs> That's even more impressive to hear because, um, I, you know, the back of your album, it's it's got the picture or the, the illustration of just three guys, and you guys sound absolutely huge. So just oh, the thanks. three of you make that sound then live, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, we, yeah. you know, we kind of got ourselves in a hole, though, on, on the recording. You know, because now we got to produce that all the time <laughs> <laughs> when we do it live. So, so that's what, like we're through Lapaka and I, you know, because we did, you know, we did some overdubs with the percussion and he came, you know, he went back in and did overdubs, but that's the only thing we overdubbed. So we kind of backed ourselves into a corner a little bit. It's like, oh man, we got to figure out what we, how we can do all that stuff and make that all happen. Yeah. Oh, there's ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll figure yeah. it out. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and what you're saying, like right off the bat, your first track, uh, Taboo, the classic tune, Mm -hmm. it's what, like nine minutes, isn't it? 
<laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You yeah. realize that until later, like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that's the other thing that, too. Like, um, I, I, I'm personally, I've talked to Thomas. We're not into like trying to conform to any type of uh, um, local radio station or anything like that. We're just trying to do what we do and and just trying to bring it to a new like audience, like what you said, and hopefully they can gravitate to it and uh, especially the youth and get them into. Like what we're doing, hopefully they can like research and do their own homework and be stoked about what they, they hear and be checking out the forefathers of exotic music and everybody else in the States, you know, <laughs> which leads yeah. me to you, uh, Lopaka, your your yeah. name, is, which I didn't realize your full name, Augie Lopaka Cologne Jr., <laughs> oh, that's not his. That's not his full name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I got, I got, I got, I got, a, I got a B in there that stands for Borero, which is my um, Puerto Rican grandma's maiden name. But I don't really use that too much. And the, my, my my real name is is my first real name is August. But because everyone knows my dad as Augie. Because he was born in in August, and I'm August Junior. I just use that name, uh, believe it or not, to tell you the truth, for you know um, stage purposes. Okay. So people, so as people recognize, you know, who that is, and, yeah. and and then because here in Hawaii, people know me as Lopaka, uh-huh. um, and and in the lo- local scene, I think abroad, a lot of people know my dad more than I, as far as the name. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure that. It sticks around, and hopefully my dad is like, yeah, thanks, son. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, hang hang on to that. It's very cool. I have an album here yeah. uh, in my room that's framed, and all of the band from Martin Denny signed it. So your dad, I got your dad's autograph. <laughs> cool. That's awesome, man. <laughs> it's awesome that you're carrying that on. So that actually, you just kind of answered another question. So. So your dad and that name is actually is more popular elsewhere than it is on the islands, right? Because of uh, the establishment with Martin Denny and, you know, as far as the level of where he took music. I mean, I, I took it to a certain era locally, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's more known nationally. You yeah, know? okay. And so, so I think on that level, maybe. But, you know, nowadays, uh, maybe I can't really say that too much because with te- technology – and Facebook and social media. You know, I I have both of his albums, uh, the LPs, mm. and I really like them because I actually came from a salsa background. I had a salsa band for years. And, oh, cool. Uh, so, you know, and Exotica, right from the start with Denny, had a really strong Latin influence. So right. it's, it's really cool to 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 hear you throwing that stuff back out and the calls, right? You're doing bird calls right. and jungle yeah. calls. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that you're talking like what you're talking about right now, as far as Latin jazz and Latin music on that aspect. Because I grew up here in Hawaii, and um, you know, um, um, growing up on Molokai, and we're, which is a very rural island, only seven thousand to eight thousand people. We don't have no traffic lights, stoplights. <laughs> um, my, my dad, we were the only family in this plantation camp that were the only Puerto Ricans surrounded by a lot of Hawaiians, Filipinos, um, and uh, Japanese. Um, so, like, my dad, he was uh, pretty much retired of the scene when I was growing up. But he would always play his music for me every day, and I just fell in love with Exotica music. Yeah. As I got older, I realized that Exotica is related to Latin jazz music. And as I, as I got more older, like in my, my actually in my college years, 
I started to do more more research into exotica, and from my own personal interpretation, I feel like um, like because uh, Latin jazz um, kind of hit um, the states like in the fifties, right? It got popular yeah. in the fifties um, by Cal Jean and Mongo Santa Maria, right? All yeah. these guys, Willie Bobo, and so Cal Jader, and so like um, I believe that the um, parallel in um, the Pacific was going on, uh, which was Exotica. And mm. I would tell, you, I'd tell people my um, personal interpretation of Exotica is kind of like the um, um, adopted or Hanaid um, brother or sister to Latin jazz music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, because of all the forums, you know, you live in um, Hawaii where it's like a, a melting pot of different ethnic backgrounds and especially you know at that time period uh, the latin rhythms were was really popular with the um, hawaiian polynesian rhythms well they do kind of meld together pretty well they mm-hmm. kind of make a nice mishmash right and, oh, and and so speaking about that and nowadays not that i'm into like dj music and i finally like i'm getting on board into uh, on on board on like finger drumming and you know ableton program and now you can like experiment with different rhythm structures, mm-hmm. right? And so now I'm tripping out on what I can discover as far as mixing these structures, these uh, uh, structures, and see it from uh, me on uh, first hand and listening to it, and actually coming up with great ins- inspirations to come up with my own kind of stuff based upon, you know, those kind of samples. That's very cool. So you're 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 just taking it further into the future, which is very cool. Yeah, that's my take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm still to know that Thomas is one of those cats that totally understand wh- what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good thing. Cause we'd be mad. We'd be, we'd be lost. If we didn't. <laughs> yeah. It takes a few. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, like Exotico, uh, uh, has so much different layers of different types of styles of, um, ethnic forms of music, right. Into mm-hmm. one form. And I think as a cat, you got to kind of be, um, a or the Hawaiian word or, um, um, you got to be kind of uh, skilled into knowing these forms in order to um, actually ex- execute it live. Uh-huh. Well, trust me, oh, yeah. what I told Thomas, like, we, this is a, just the tip of the iceberg of yeah. what we are just doing with Intoxica. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's cool to hear that it's kind of like a, like a, like a test run for you guys because uh, I really like the sound you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's cool. Yeah, that's Thomas. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, to to have you know La Mariana where we're where we can do it every every Monday night. You know, to actually have a place of you know that we can play and and yeah, you, know, you can judge the crowd. You're a performer, you know, so you can judge the crowd if that worked or that didn't. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, right. you know, like right. you know, because we had it. Like recently, uh, recently we added uh, Phil Collins uh, into the air tonight. Really, into yeah into the mix. version, and we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, with, with since you know, Obanke has all his percussion stuff, and and Ernie, the bass player, he has his part, and I have my part. But it's like, okay, how do you take a tune that has so many things? It's the same thing that, that, you know, Martin Denny did with Les Baxter's tunes. He, he, he got him down to a, 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 a combo, you yeah. know? He got all that orchestral sound down to a combo, down to like five, six guys. 
and then was able to do it. Well, we're going one step forward and taking that six-piece guy, a six-piece ensemble, down to three. Hey. You know, and with, you know, and it's you know, this is uh, it's it's kind of all experimental. It's like you know, like Lepaka was saying, we're both into Jojo Mayer and Nerve and and those patterns and all that. And now we now we're doing it live, and we have an album. So now we have to really figure it out so we can do it all the time and please all the people. <laughs> you know, so right. we gotta. It's like you know, if we come up with this cool thing, we gotta remember what we did because oh shoot, it's like you know, we did the album. I think, man, what presets did I use on that? You know, to get those sounds, it's like now I gotta dig back and make sure that I can make them sound exactly like the album. You know, and I, yeah. and I love um, remixes and breakbeats. And so I was thinking, man, we could do that with exotica music. I think, uh, you know, we could hit a, a new um, gen- generation that could actually dig it. And plus, maybe check out the old stuff also. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, imagine in the future, exotica actually a single hitting the top, the top 40. Yeah, that'd be great, right? Yeah. <laughs> that'd it be will. Awesome. It yeah. will. <laughs> I- I'm telling you, it will. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you know, right. This is the start of it. You know? Right, exactly. And thank you for having us, by the way. Oh, I'm born on your. Thank you for coming on the <laughs> show. Really when I when I saw, I think uh, Jeff Chenault did a post of your album, and I thought, Oh what? yeah, Jeff, I gotta get it. I gotta get. It. <laughs> Jeff is always like he's four steps ahead of me. <laughs> oh man, he really he is. He's a great guy. I've only known him for a short time. LeBron's known him longer than me, but. You know, um, yeah. yeah, we had, you know, um, well, Ken from Exotica Moderan, uh, uh, did a write up on their first, uh, and their first edition with when we were under a different name of Viber Kubat. Oh, right. and, and they did a write up on us. Uh, you know, he did a, you know, a little plug and then put at the very bottom of the thing looks coming out of the CD coming out soon. So when we decided we we're going to do the album, we thought, you know, we really got to have something more cheeky. And this name and is something that the pocket had had for a couple of years. And, yeah. and, uh, so we just said, you know, let's just call it that. Why you not? Know? Yeah. So. Never really had the ch- uh, chance to use it, but I thought it would, it would make a great name uh, one of these days, once I get some, once we get something together, and uh, I felt like maybe this might be the time to uh, see. And I was stoked to know that Thomas was uh, cool with that, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, you know that I, I didn't realize how much a big ordeal it is to change a name, especially in in social media world. <laughs> oh. oh man. <laughs> well, Intoxic yeah. is a good name because the whole Tiki community is all cocktail related. So now right. you, you got to have some like somebody come up with an Intoxica signature cocktail. Right. That's kind of working out. Actually, actually, actually we do. My Uh, wife got on that. We, uh, one of our friends is a mixologist and he came up with an Intoxica drink. I, I showed Lepaka that, that glass, that drink, you know? And, um, so the, it's, it's already done. It's already done. I don't drink, but I heard about it from the people that were drinking at our house, uh, like a month ago. <laughs> they were, they were, they were, they were very intoxicated. 
So I think it worked, you know. There you go. See, you're you're already set for album number two. Do you know what that means by by any chance? Our our, our name Intoxica. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, right? Like intoxicated, right? Well, sorta. Of. Okay. It has a conscious uh, it has conscious meaning to it. To it, it's kind of it, it's kind of of an uh, positive oxymoron, I guess. <laughs> but it's like to to it intoxicate your your ka your 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 light body or soul. I guess in in Arabic, uh, ka means light body or soul. So it's like to intoxicate your light body or soul, and, and to extend that with musical kukui. And kukui in Hawaiian means enlightenment. Uh-huh. And so um, that's kind of sort of the whole vibe of Intoxica and um, basically Exotica music and Neo Exotic is, is what we're using as a platform for, for, for this and, and stuff. Very nice. Yeah. So that's why the K and the A on Intoxica is bigger. Yeah, is, is bigger. Right. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intoxica. Hey, you got it. Intoxica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When 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 people dig into us, you know, there's the there's the surface thing, and then there's the deeper thing underneath us. And, you know, yeah. So. And I've told Tom that I'm really into um, esoteric symbology and and conscious uh, symbolism, and I told him that if there's ways where we can inter that in our music and, and and create some enlightenment with people subconsciously then subliminally then that would be like one of my other um goals <laughs> yeah you got your work cut out for you <laughs> <laughs> we do we do yeah oh yeah you know and, uh, and, and another interesting thing about the album you mentioned the back cover with the the three the three guys yeah they um um, well, the, the album cover, I got I to gotta give props to my buddy in Southern California, uh, Brian Zach. He's a good, really good friend. I spent about two years on the road with him and his reggae band years ago. And he's an unbelievable artist. And he hand, you know, he hand drew all this on his, on his laptop. Oh, really? And we just, it, it yeah. took like, you know, two or three months of, you know, us shooting concepts back to him and all this. Right. But... You know, with with the little character, with our characters. Nice characters. Yeah, these char- these characters are going to be going through this virtual exotica uh, world of what we create in the music thing. And when we get you know more of you know the social media blogs that kind of thing, we're gonna you know our fans and the people that dig what we're doing and want to follow us. We'll be following these little characters through this exotica, you know, journey, Virtual adventure, yeah, exotic journey, yeah, you know. That's a something. neat idea. But, but that's still in the making. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's still in the making. We're yeah. trying to get it together. Yeah. Hopefully, people out there don't steal our, our ideas. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. man, no, the Trademark. <laughs> Nobody but, out there can hear know, it, but there's I, that little tiny TM right next to what you just said, right? There you go. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, yeah. and we're thinking it's like if we're, for a Halloween show, maybe we'll dress up like that. But you know, I, we got to get Ernie. We got to get Ernie some uh, like shag uh, green pants for him to do his thing. You know, yeah. so. so Okay, so the idea of that was kind of like trying to create like a mini Hooney kind of a type type of like character, 
for the for the for the band to represent who we are. Okay. And yeah, that's the idea of that. And if you heard of uh, uh, an, an an inspiration to that is is a uh, graphic novel called uh, uh, Elf Elf Quest. There's another thing I haven't heard of. Elf Quest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is is this graphic novel of these like miniature kind of like elves? Uh, in in this uh, mid like Middle Earth kind of period of time, uh-huh. and when I see these characters, I'm like, oh my god! Like that would be cool inspiration if we created like our own little like Minnehuni, like like Polynesian, like Tiki, like like tribal, like band character to represent us as a group, as an online virtual band. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of sort of yeah a little bit of that too. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's kind of a little bit the past and in the now too. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which is very cool. All right. We're working on storyline, so I'm, I won't review that. So okay. That's for, that's for another time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wet yeah. everyone's appetite. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the band is Intoxica, right? Not Intoxica. Intoxica. Yes. That would be, uh, yeah. Augie Lopaka Cologne, but there's a fourth name in there, right? What was it? Oh uh, well, well, there's well, I don't really use it, but there's a B that's Ferrero, but you don't need to worry about okay. that. And um, I'm junior, but yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and uh, Ernie, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Ernie Provencia. Provencia, okay. Provencia. On bass, yeah. and then we have Thomas McKay uh, on mallets, percussion, and loops, and whatnot. Uh, the mm-hmm. band is Intoxicot. Now, where can people get this? Uh, they can order it online. They can find us online at you know Amazon, iTunes, CD Baby. They can email us at Intoxica all all of uh, lowercase Intoxica H I Intoxica Hawaii yeah. at gmail dot com. And I would be very glad to ship them CDs right from where we're talking in on city. So that's kind of the way we're we're doing it right now. Also, let us know uh, they wanted uh, if anybody wants us to personally sign it, then we probably could do that too before shipping it off. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have yeah. had you sign mine, darn it! <laughs> no man, yeah, oh, it's yeah. okay. I'll 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 get it signed in person. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, yeah. and you guys also play. You said every Monday night at the La Mariana, right? Yeah, we're playing. We've been playing. We just finished up our first year there in April, and uh, the La Mariana had. I don't know if anyone's known this, but La Mariana almost wasn't there. They almost didn't renew their lease, right? But we got the high sign a couple weeks ago or a week ago that I believe they've been given a twenty-year lease. So Lapaka and me and you know and, and Ernie will have a Monday night gig and lease until we're seventy or eighty years old. There you go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's like one, you know one thing that one thing with La Mariana and I, we're really blessed to be able to do this because it's really the last place that you can go and see old Hawaii on this island. Yeah. You know, and 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 soak it up. And we get so many visitors from all over that come, and that's where the influence for us is coming into too. So you know, but yeah, yeah, Lapaka and I have created a monster together, and we got it recorded. So now we gotta just do it. <laughs> yeah, cool. So if any of you right. listening, you can catch a Monday nights at the La Mariana, which is still gonna be there, which is awesome. 
And the band is Intoxica. All right. <laughs> now that's awesome. Yeah. I, lo- I love that, man. I love that. Lopaka, yeah, you ha- you, you've got it in your genes, man. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, and, you and, and, yeah. You've, you've been you've been to Hawaii before, right, Marty? Only one time, yes. And I and I, I want to move there now. <laughs> did you did you see did you uh, did you see chickens when you were here, like roosters running around? <laughs> you know, I didn't see chickens. Well, you got the next the, the next time you come, go to Walmart. That's where all the chickens are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Why is that? I wonder. I don't know, man. But there, I don't know. Maybe it's the food they like the Walmart food. I don't know. But all the chickens. There's a lot of chickens at Walmart. And when every time we end the night, we always end each night of La Mariana with uh, Yellowbird. And Lapaka at the very end does this rooster thing that just cracks me up every time. <laughs> It's just hilarious, man. It's any up to be a stick now. But then I gotta say, hey, now we gotta go to Walmart after the gig or something like that. Right. You know. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You gotta pay yeah. homage to the birds. I mean to the chickens, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Best uh, chicken that ran away from the Honolulu Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> They're one chicken and now it's multiplied. <laughs> oh my god okay Lopaka yeah. Cologne and Thomas McKay from Intoxica thank you guys so much it was right a on. blast aloha big mahalo to Thomas and uh, uh, Lopaka I was going to call him Augie, but Lopaka for joining me here at the Quiet Village. I hope you enjoyed that. And my Mai Tai has been empty for quite some time now, so it's definitely, we've come to the end of another visit here at the Quiet Village. I hope you enjoy it. And I want to give a big, big thank you to all the listeners out there who have supported the show since day one and continue to support it. Thank you so much. And we will return again for another visit here at the Quiet Village in the meantime, go to digitiki.com where you can get a rundown of the tracks from this episode and all past episodes as well. And you can also tune in to Quiet Village Radio 24-7. Get your fill of tiki even at the office. Uh, thank you once again for listening. And I'm going to leave you with um, with Intoxica's rendition of Taboo. Until next time, everyone. Aloha. Aloha.